and it made me feel good. And then I made people that I cared about feel good. And then I found out not only can I make them feel good, but I can heal them. I can make them better. I can make them stronger. I don't even know why you heal. I'm going to heal you even if you don't want to be healed, goddammit. Yes. In our community, we haven't been socialized to respect black business. They see homeless people. They say, get a job. Well, that's easy for you to say. You have a phone number and an address, goddammit, and a way to take a bath and interview. You know what I'm saying? I want a brother to just try a post egg every now and then and can eat a steak with a warm pink center. I need something different. <laughs> you know? I want to be purposeful. You know what I'm saying? I want to be foundational. I want to do some shit that when I leave this motherfucker, people say, you know, that, that bitch was for real. You are not wrong. You can't mess up. What if you had all power? What if everything that you did was what was supposed to happen? All the men about to be in your inbox. No. That don't mean I want anybody. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying that, you know, everybody going to hit you up now. Yeah, whatever. But everybody ain't ready for this. It's going to take a whole lot start walking in my truth and my truth is my happiness and that's every day Apologetically, Audra and Super Sassy Sinet of Cooking Couture Atlanta. You can find me everywhere at Cooking Couture Atlanta where cooking is sexy. You're watching hashtag Verse TV. I'll be here all week, baby. Please comment, rate, like, share, and subscribe. Be on subscribe, you jot. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It's your girl, Yuri G, with all the tea here on Verse TV. Um, we're here with Ardra, and for our audience who may not know yet, where are you from? Atlanta, Georgia, baby, in the A, where Corona is everywhere. Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest governor in the United States. <laughs> okay, and how has that impacted your passing life? Being from Atlanta, Georgia? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. I affectionately refer to myself as the show me peach. I have peach status. If you challenge it, I pull my paperwork out. Atlanta is uh, very multicultural. We got all different kinds of cultures. We have all different kinds of sexualities. We have everything here. And it has affected me because it has allowed me to evolve into a uh, more accepting, more loving, and a wiser human being. I love being here. Um, before I came here, um, being St. Louis is more of the Bible Belt. Missouri was the last state to officially, legally take slavery off the books. And it wasn't a mistake. It's real. So in St. Louis, everything is very separated and segregated, and it's only white and black. Um, uh, if you uh, if you are LGBT, you live here. If you white, you live here. If you black, you live there. Coming here, all the integration 
It's been wonderful. I love Atlanta. Atlanta has contributed nicely to who I am. Okay. I, I, I might need to, um, you know, soak up the culture a little bit more because I, I, you know, I, I'm ready to go sometimes. Well, you got to be open too. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't, you, you can't expect um, a place to, to welcome you and you don't welcome it. So we got to be willing to take the first step a lot of times. So if you, if you want something, give it. So go out, go to different areas, go to, when I started, a, I started a blog called, it's a breakfast, brunch and bars blog. And um, I went to 300 bars in one year. And I went and going to 300 uh, bars, you're going to go to some that everybody don't look like you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you, I was surprised. I went into most of them and had uh, maybe only one I felt uncomfortable at a little bit. And it was more uncomfortable because not because of my skin color or my sexuality. It was just because of my personal presentation, you know. People always say, don't get dressed up. Bitch, I come how I come. I'm wearing what I wear. I do how I do. You know what I'm saying? And so if this doesn't work at the grocery store or wherever it is that I go, because people be like, damn, you are you serious? Where are you going? I'm going across a mirror because I want to look like this. I do this for me. I don't do it for anybody else. So I also don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. So me, how I dress, long sundresses, I'm extra. I like it. Extra, extra. Read all about her. Here's the fuck she is. It's me. <laughs> so I felt uncomfortable only because I, I felt a little over, a lot of old dressed. You know, I didn't even want to sit on the shit. I'm in that motherfucker myself like, ooh, don't touch me. <laughs> I want bottled water. I do, honey. I sure did. So I I gave them and they gave it back to me. And that was only like one place. But I'm going to tell you, get out here and you meet people and you get away from everything regular and have fun and enjoy it. Atlanta's a wonderful place. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to take you up on that. For real. I'll take um, you some places, bitch. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you. I'm, I don't know if you got my number, but I'm gonna shoot you my number. We can but, go somewhere else. Huh? Gotta pull all your pretty girl clothes now. Shit, I don't hang with ugly bitches. Well, Be well you, saw, you saw what I had on at the photo shoot. I that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know and all people talking about how cute that picture was with us. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Let's look cute. Go get some drinks. So I know you're a businesswoman with much yeah. business. How do you keep it all together? You know what? I don't try to be a superwoman. I don't try to do it all. I want motherfuckers to open my doors, take my trash out. I want help, goddammit. I don't never play and I don't and I don't make excuses about it. I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody. I know I know my limitations. I know who I am. I know, oh no, and then and a bitch gets sleepy. So, at, uh, honey, it's past my bedtime at 9, 10 o'clock. I don't make any excuses. I've accepted me. So um, I've accepted that I, as much as I would love to do everything in a day, I can't do it all. So that's how I do it all. I stop. It's uh, martini time. Uh, Mr. Vodka is calling. Bitch, come on in here and relax with me. <laughs> I got to go see my man, bitch. <laughs> Mr. <Mister laughs> <B. laughs> He's calling. It's a time to settle down, 
Um, I have to take baths, light my candles, get the incense going. I take care of me. I stop. I used to just go, 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 and feel like I had something to prove and one more, more, more money and do all this. Fuck that. I put it in. I put my eight to 10 hours in or whatever and do. But when my spirit says stop, if I don't feel good about something, I don't do it. I, if I don't, if it, when it's time to stop, I stop. And if I make somebody mad, pray to God. It should help you. You know what I'm saying? That's your problem, not mine. Because I'm not going to die early. I'm not going to age, get wrinkles, gray, all that bullshit. No. All that high cholesterol, diabetes, anxiety. None of that. It don't look good on me. <laughs> shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Sorry. For those of you that don't curse. <laughs> Hopefully you have a little beat. <laughs> now i i want to congratulate you um oh, thank you. yeah you've been on master chef um oh. so i've been on my mama throws down on tv one uh master chef with gordon ramsay um i've been on you know what most people don't know is you get paid to go on those cooking shows that shit became like a job just kind of like um, it, um, after after so many auditions, you start getting paid. You know what I'm saying? It was just like being background or something. You know, when I found out it was the little hookup, I'm like, shit, yes, I do that shit. Bitches do not want to get a job. <laughs> and I can have fun, do what I like, talk and shit and be cute. Yes. But thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. And from the looks of it, it looks like you know how to throw down in the kitchen. Um, I need, I know how to fake it enough to make you think I do anyway. All you got to do, presentation is everything, bitch. All you got to do is make it look good on the plate. Mother's be like, damn. You set their expectations high and keep doing, do a Trump on their ass. It's wonderful. This is a oh, Trump. It's magnificent. It's, it's fabulous. This is the best thing you've ever eaten. And just keep shaking your head. And they be like, yeah, it is. <laughs> brainwash their ass. Do a Trump on their ass when they're eating. <laughs> just brainwash them. Don't matter if the shit good or not. Just keep shaking your head yes and telling them what you want them to believe. <laughs> so what inspired you to enter the world of professional food preparation? Oh, that's so professional. Specials of food preparation. <laughs> Well, on a serious note, um, I was going through some things in my other businesses, and I've always been a baker. Um, and I retreated to the kitchen um, when things got stressful. That was my therapist until I actually got one on retainer. But um, cooking, going in the kitchen cooking to please people that I love their reaction from my food and my presentation is what kept me sane and uplifted my spirits. Them eating my food, something I created that came out of me, fed back into me. So I started almost like getting a high off of it, how people um, looked at it and responded and acted and just like, oh, my God. It, it, it set me apart and it made me feel good. And then I made people that I cared about feel good. And then I found out not only can I make them feel good, but I can heal them. I can make them better. I can make them stronger. I can make fucking bionic people with my hands. 
shit, bitch, I felt like the goddess I was created to be. God damn it. I was like, if you knew your power and when you know your power and what you were here for, oh God, I'm going that bitch in creation. My daughter feels too much. Mom, I got to <clears throat> make me a concoction. Make me a potion. I feel really, or I've got a pain over here. Mama, what's this over here? Oh, okay. Let me give you something. Clean that motherfucking kidney. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Let me clean your colon. I got you. So that's what really did it. When I, I got power in it, not only was I feeding off of the love I was getting, then I found out on top of that, I can heal you, make you better. Shit. Can't get me out of the kitchen. I want to fuck in the kitchen. I wanted everything in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, R. Kelly sits in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like grown ass motherfuckers. You hear me? I want motherfuckers grown. I want scars on your motherfucking ass. If you ain't been through nothing, don't come in my kitchen. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I ain't for. I like. I like stitches. I can tell you where the stitches got taken out. What? Tell me the story behind this. Because you've been through something. Because if you haven't been through nothing, if you're too fresh and new, you can't fuck with me. I'm too much for you. You ain't gonna even like me. You gonna say I talk too much. <laughs> And you ain't going to even hear what I'm saying. You're going to miss the wisdom for the words. Gotcha. A show that I've really started to get into is Cooking with Cannabis. Do you see yourself going on that show? Or do you have any expertise in that? Okay, you ain't been following me long, honey. Uh, last oh, no. year, uh, uh, Labor Day spread. weekend. I saw the big, table spread. I knew Cooking with Cannabis, yeah, honey. Uh, you, you tagged your friend where you could... Uh, when you had that full table spread. Yes, honey. Oh, you was just playing. You was just trying to get me out. Just go on and say it. <laughs> no. I, no, but look, I, I, I was wondering, since you already do shows, would you be interested in um doing Oh, absolutely. Care? I said that I'm a healer, and then it has healing. Come on, man. CBD. I'm damn near going to put CBD in everything. Anything you eat from me is going to have some root in it. It's going to have some healing elements, especially if it's a cabbage, uh, collard greens, if, anything in a pot that can stew. I'm going to put herbs and something from the earth in it to really heal you, make you feel better make you feel good. You ain't going to even know why you heal. I'm going to heal you even if you don't want to be healed, God damn it. Yes, CBD, cannabis, all that. Then not only are we going to be healing, we're going to feel good. And then I told you, I like when people eat my food. If I cook with cannabis, they just eat more. They like, this shit good as a motherfucker. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, ain't it? <laughs> ain't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm with it. I'm with the shit. Bring it. You know, I can get an ounce. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, anybody who you get paid to go on the show and they're giving away ten thousand dollars to the winner of the show. Okay, no, I was not familiar. Now, now, <clears throat> oh God, Holy Spirit, you are speaking to me. I didn't know what you were saying. Now, but I got my notepad. You said they give it. It's cooking. It's cooking with cannabis. Oh, right, so that's like an audition, like I do for the other shit. Um, oh yes. Oh. Oh, honey, I I know. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes at a friend's house who had fire stick, but I don't. I haven't had TV in two years. I don't. Um, I don't do TV. So, but do can I get it from the internet? But I'll find it, baby. You ain't saying number the word. Cooking with cannabis. I already know. It's thank you. I love you for that. Now, damn, I feel like I owe you. <laughs> I'm about to do that shit. <laughs> and see, they like people like me because I don't look like I would cook with cannabis. Oh well. I'm 
like um I've been watching the show. It's a white woman who was on there. Yes. And I, I seen it before. She looks like a Martha Stewart, but she like the black boys who, you know, you would you see and you like, uh huh, I know he's well, see, all, that's what I'm saying. All the black people are stereotypical, but she's all pretty I'm gonna get prissy and pristine with her ass right there and cook with that fire and you won't even taste it because the key to cooking with cannabis is to use the flavor of the herbs not so it tastes like weed but complement it with other herbs and other seasonings where you don't really taste it but you get high as fuck but you don't taste it you know what i'm saying like me personally i don't like the taste of marijuana like i don't want to taste that but I, I want a unique flavor that i create with certain vegetables herbs and seasonings where you're tasting it going, is this? You know, and then an hour later, you're like, it was. <laughs> um, why did you choose Cooking Couture Atlanta? Um, because Couture is something special. That's Neiman Marcus, Saks Fifth Avenue. You know, uh, I, I ain't really a Target Walmart kind of bitch. Yeah, now so <laughs> we we said we want to take the cooking and raise it to another level. We want to make it couture because I want it to be popular. I want it to be sexy. I want women to be excited about it. I don't want cooking to seem like something you got to do. I want it to be something you want to do and something you're privileged to do. Like shopping couture, honey. You know, I'll throw on a gown and cook up in that bitch in a minute. Okay, and so what's the hardest part about running businesses? employees loyalty respect because um familiarity breeds contempt and unfortunately in our community we haven't been socialized to respect black business the way we are you know um the way we should that's what i'll just say um we should it's a it's you know going into a a black business would be like going into the presence of Martin Luther King or any of the greats. You wouldn't go in there disrespecting them. You would go in there with a, a, a certain amount of respect. I'm not saying reverence the man. I ain't saying lift them up. I'm saying respect. And the same type of respect that you would give being in the presence of Rosa Parks, uh, Martin Luther King, you understand what I'm saying? You should have that kind of respect and reverence for a black business because they are doing something for our community that nobody else can, will, or should. But we got to give them that love and that respect and that, res that support back. Because when I hired more people, when I had my storefront, people would call me, my so-and-so uh, just got out and his parole officer, can he come work for you until, of course, I got some dishes to be washed, whatever, you know what I'm saying, what skills he got. I was, But see, if we don't have stuff like that in our community, it's nobody to call. Oh, I need some community service hours. I need this. I have been there. I, I didn't heard all the story. And I... That's part of the reason why I had the business, so that people can call me and say, I know somebody. We went to school together. My daughter is just getting out of, she's trying to graduate, but she needs so many hours of internship. Can she come and work in your bakery? Yes, of course she can. I'll find a spot. You understand? I mean, people would say, you need to stop hiring all these black people. No, the fuck I don't. I need to find ones that's going to do right. God damn it, I'd be damned if I give my hard-earned money to another motherfucker that don't look like me, don't respect me, and don't give a fuck for real. Y'all play like y'all don't give a fuck, but you really do. I'm trying to show you the right way, but the only way I can show you is to be right there working with you, loving you, feeding you, paying you. 
fuck, I'm going to pay somebody else. Shit, fuck that shit. We don't always like what our kids do and how they do us and our family. I can't give up on black people. They're my family. So I'm going to keep providing. I'm going to keep building so that they have somewhere to fucking go when they get their they mind right. They're going to have somewhere to go because I'm going to build some shit for them. I'm going to be there and I'm going to be an example of what can be done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, more black girls need to see black women doing it and not looking all busted and not mad and not bitter. You understand what I'm saying? So I got to be an example. I got to be a role model. That's what I came here for. And that's what the fuck I would do. Yeah. Um, for me, the hardest part was um, when I started my business, um, so many black people, well, I ain't going to just say black people, but so many people, but I, I will say majority, the black people, once they found out that it was another black person, discount, family discount, best friend hookup, and it was just a lot of that. Like, people, once they realized who was behind the logo, um, you know, show up to, you know, projects late and et cetera. But the moment that I went ahead and I lost my business, and um and then supposedly this white girl that I hired came in to take over my business because she had the capital and she started making calls on my behalf. It's like that's when I started getting jobs, like getting people for me. Like it was the same person that booked you for this YFN Lucci music video, but because the white girl was the one that called, you respected it. And, and that's unfortunate. Can't you see that self hate though? Can't you see that's what we got to overcome? That's why I always try my very best to come correct. Because I'm not going to accept less from you either. It's a give and take. You know what I mean? Just like you need me, I need you. You want your check on time, I want you to be on time. So we're going to hold each other accountable. You know what I mean? And we got to change it. I mean, what do we do? What do we do? We, we can't retreat. We are who we are. And this is the diaspora that we were born into. And this is a fucked up situation that uh, slavery, didn't, the residual effects of slavery. Mm -hmm. So what we got to do is combat that with knowledge and with love. And we got to show them. So we respect each other and we show other people how to respect us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that is difficult. And that's hard. Of course, I deal with all of that. But I, I, I come so strong and so correct. Motherfuckers is for real. No, don't even go there with me. Like, don't ask this bitch. You know what I'm saying? But they do. You know, and I done donated most shit and sponsored more little leagues and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm 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 quick and good to say I gave at the office, goddammit. All I want now is cash out. <laughs> so. Okay. And so what is the most enjoyable part of your work? Seeing people's faces and their surprise. And their enjoyment and, and just, you know, I, I feel like I touch people on the inside. I get all up in you. You know what I'm saying? And do my thing up in you. And I love it. And I, I just like I, like, I like to feel like I left you better than um, I found you. And if I feed you and fill you up and make you smile, I left you better than what I found you. you know? When I met you, you was hungry, goddammit. <laughs> now you're happy, ready to take a nap. <laughs> So tell me about your work with our friends at Signal 23 TV. And how was that connection made? How was that? You know, um, a one, an actor referred me. I think they needed an actor. And at Christmas, for the Christmas movie, I got a call and to be on set within two days. And I was. And then I think we... Um, 
Um, I think we um, just meshed or energies. I think, you know, I think we mostly energy and our energies meshed. Um, you know, I really respect the opportunity. I love Signal 23 television. I am so proud of what Henderson Maddox is doing, Mr. 23 Atlanta. Um, and I give him the respect that he deserves as a uh, director, producer. I mean, he to me, he's my Tyler Perry. You know, he's made me a part of his core cast, but I, I cannot give him enough respect. You know, um, they came over to film in my house and when I got, they got here and they were like, is all this for us? That's right. Food and stuff. Because I respect that. Because if Tyler Perry came to my house, if any of them white motherfuckers, Aaron Swatcherwish and all of that shit, I get dressed up and I bake a cake for them motherfuckers, I'm going to bake one for Henderson whenever the fuck he comes over here. He pays me. He respects me. He's talented and creative and he makes me a part of his art, which is a part of who he is. So he gives me a part of his soul. I give him a part of mine. And if somebody treats you like that, how can you treat them wrong? God damn it. Make that motherfucker love me. Fuck Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about unapolog unapologetically Audra. Unapologetically Audra. You know, in 2015, when I went from being a multimillionaire to um, homeless, at that point, um, all the things that you go through with the rejection from people, and you can hear about my story on my YouTube channel. My YouTube is, of course, uh, Cooking Couture Atlanta. Um, fuck. I mean, you know, you do everything to try to make people like you and accept you and love you and respect you, and then you do every fucking thing, and they fuck over you anyway? Fuck that. Now I'm just going to be me, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I'm unapologetically Archer. I ain't making no more excuses. I am who I am. Motherfucker, I smoke weed. I cuss. I love God, but I don't fuck with Jesus. I mean, you know, I mean, cool and shit. We was down for a long time, but I believe differently, and I'm not making excuses for it anymore. I control my own reality. I manifest it, and you can too, and I have power within me just as much as he did. He cool as a motherfucker. I have no problem with anybody that fuck with Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha. I don't give a fuck who you fuck with. I don't give a fuck who you fuck with or who you fuck. I'm just going to be me and worry the fuck about me. You know what I'm saying? So, and then in loving me, I got a whole bunch of overflow of love to give you. And I'm so busy loving you from the overflow of me loving me, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're not going to make me change how I feel. I'm going to love you anyway. I might love you from a distance, but you're not going to control who I am. I don't have people tell me, oh, you're too pretty to curse. Oh, you're too pretty to cook. Oh, you're too pretty to do this. I don't have niggas tell me, you're too pretty to suck dick. Damn, for real? The fuck? I'm too pretty to be broke, but I don't see you motherfuckers cash happening. <laughs> I'm too pretty to be broke, goddamn. That's the only thing I feel like I'm too pretty to be is broke. Everything else is a part of the process, you know? So that's where unapologetically Arja came from. Twenty and, and and I always put since twenty fifteen, because twenty fifteen is when I got liberated from uh needing the acceptance of others. You know, it's a process though. Every day, you know, you you care, you care what people think about you. You know what I'm saying? And and it's a process every day of not letting it affect, control, or influence the things that you do. It still exists. You know what I'm saying? When we were all together and he was making signals, I wanted to make sure I wasn't stepping out of line or doing anything I wasn't supposed to do. But 
I, I, I'm still being me. You know what I'm saying? You can be, you and be respectful. So it ain't all of that 100. I'm going to be one. I, no, I ain't trying to hurt nobody. I'm just trying to be the best me I can be and enjoy this fucking journey. The rest of it, uh, the most high blessed me with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, before we do shows, we used to try to explain the hand signal. But this is him allowing us to know how much time is left and, you know, when it's... Oh, yeah. Look, I didn't figure the shit out now. (laughs) It's all over. I figured it out. But see, I'm going to roll with the punches and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no more chips on my shoulders and issues and hang-ups and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? If it's, you know, and it's all good. So everything that's coming to me is what i'm giving out and i'm giving good out like a motherfucker throwing it left and right here go your good here go your good here your good and waiting on mine to hit me back up in the head so what's your next conquest um well i um i have a, a movie script idea a movie script that i'm working on i um am going to i have um I was always planning on reopening my bakery and making it a bakery cafe. And now it's going to be um, definitely have more. I'm definitely either going to have a drive through curbside. I'm going to have delivery service. I'm going to have this a big app presence. Um, I have a game coming out. It's a food game that assesses your personality and compatibility based on how and what you eat. Because... For some reason, niggas that only eat chicken nuggets and fish fry hard want to talk to me. No, dog, that's all you eat and cheese eggs. I'm not the one. <laughs> I want a brother that can fry a post egg every now and then and can eat a steak with a warm pink center. I need something different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so I have this food game coming out that I'm going to promote as I open up my bakery cafe. And um, I am also going to use it as a means, a resource, an avenue, a safe haven to um, rescue some of these young women that's caught up in this uh, this sex trafficking. You know what I'm saying? See, people always say, get out. Uh, don't prostitute. I don't give a fuck if you trans or whatever. Bitch, I don't give a fuck what you are. Can you come in here and cook? Can I teach you how to bake some shit and cook and help some people? And so um, they're saying, they say, get out. They see homeless people. They say, get a job. Well, that's easy for you to say. You have a phone number and an address, goddammit, and a way to take a bath and interview. You know what I'm saying? That's not an easy thing to do. And and people say, why don't they just leave? Run away from the pimp or to run away from the... And where the fuck she gonna go? <laughs> run away, just run away and be in the street. And who gonna help them? You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers that say, don't have abortion. Okay, when I had this bitch, you bringing the diapers? Help a motherfucker. You gotta kill something. You gotta... The fuck? You know what I'm saying? So I am going to use, I I would like to commit to the universe. Jesus, this first time I ever said it, that at least half of the people that work for me, work through the company will be people that um, my nonprofit, the Taste Love Foundation has rescued help. And I don't want to feel like rescue. I ain't nobody saving. I just want to extend a hand. And if you want it, this is a safe haven. This is some place that you can come and ain't nobody going to judge you. You can work and earn a living. We ain't going to make no excuses. We ain't going to be no punks. But you know what I'm saying? You need a uniform. We might have, you know, downstairs. Don't nobody know. Motherfuckers might stay there until they get on their feet and get enough checks to get out. But I want I want to be purposeful. You know what I'm saying? I want to be foundational. I want to do some shit that when I leave this motherfucker, people say, you know, that, that bitch was for real. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that bitch was all right. You know what I mean? And then nobody has to know because if I'm helping you, I'm not doing it so I feel good and shit. So if we got a place in the in the back or in the basement or wherever where people stand and they live in there, you know what I'm saying? So they can get their shit together or whatever. Ain't nobody going to know. It's going to be a real safe haven. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. That's my name. What is the main thing that you want our hashtag first TV audience to learn about Audra Senate today? <laughs> I got a CD coming out though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I want I want them to know that I am truly trying to be the change that I want to see in the world. People claim and uh, throw up a lot of colors and shit, but, um, and I, and I, you know, I like to hear people when they say this, but I want you to know that today you've seen a real one, goddammit. You've seen a real one. You know, I didn't, I didn't been through it. I ain't making no excuses. Cool. Everything that I've done and every place that I've been in right now is because of decisions I made. Nobody else made them. It's decisions and things that I did or didn't do that caused me to be exactly right here where I'm at. And I'm so fucking grateful for every one of them. I'm so glad and thankful to be here with you and to be on this platform and to be privileged to be in your presence. And I and I am truly grateful. And when I say I love you, I mean that shit because I don't say shit I don't mean. So you have met a real one today. I'm Arja Sinet with Cooking Couture Atlanta, and you can find me and my YouTube channel, honey. You can really see some real shit. Check me out. Fuck with me. Comment, like, subscribe, and share. That is, I wake up in the morning and say that shit. Good morning. Like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm grateful to be alive, <laughs> and I am. I'm enjoying this, bitch. It's up to you. Enjoy this motherfucker if you want to. Complain and cry if you want to. I'm going to enjoy this motherfucker. If you had all the money and power necessary, what would you do to change the way you feel um, with most benefit the LGBT plus community? You know what? I wish that we all could go to therapy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the whole motherfucking world, we could all hold hands and all go to therapy. But since we can't do that, I, but you know what? I want something back and forth. I want something reciprocal. It's some shit I want from the people that are friends and lovers and love people in the LGBT community. And that would be me. You know what I'm saying? I haven't yet, but see, now, now y'all got a new letter that might be me. The C, I heard at the end, it's curious. I was like, well, goddamn, this is everybody, ain't it? And motherfuckers talking about, I ain't curious what the fuck I am. <laughs> <laughs> Limit yourself if you wanna, goddammit. So I feel like I'm in now. I'm on the last letter. But just as open as and accepting as you want people to be, I want more LGBT people to be more open and accepting. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I want, I want it to be reciprocal. You know, I want us to. I want. I, I wish the fuck I could get the chip off everybody's shoulder and everybody quit fucking with everybody. But you know, you can't. That's the way it is. But um, what I would do is, and what I'm doing, and what I plan to do, 
because I feel like I can have anything I need. So I, I will have all the money in the world that I need to have businesses and I will hire people. I don't give a fuck. And I am not going to allow anything but respect from the customers and from the employees. You know what I'm saying? I want to build a world where I show people, fuck, I ain't got to wait for nobody. I want to have enough money so that I can build an existence where I show people that people just people. And we show it by doing, not by talking, but by living and, and living with each other and respecting and treating. You know what I'm saying? I'll have, we'll have people, just people, when they come into my business, they be like, I don't know what the fuck them people are up in there, but they was nice. The food was good. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have a, uh, I'm going to have ethicists, I'm going to have buildings, I'm going to have all this, and I'm going to have all kind of people working. You know what I'm saying? But you got to do it on purpose. I ain't going to just be like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to know. You know somebody that paint or decorate. You know what I'm saying? I'm, it, whatever. I'm going to on purpose. I'm going to be inclusive. I'm going to be lovingly inclusive on purpose. So that's what I would do if I had enough money and we're waiting on it to come in. I got some lottery tickets. I'm going to check tonight and I'll let you know in the morning if it was today. Because today could be our day. <laughs> we gonna we gonna do movies and shit. We gonna this uh, Aaron gonna be producing shit. You gonna be taking pictures and shit. We gonna you know what I'm saying? Shit, that's what is gonna happen. So when I win, you win. So if you hear Archie Water Lottery Souls, that bitch will be calling soon for a job or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as not where I live or what I like to eat. Or how I comb my hair. But ask me, what am I living for? In detail, ask me what I think I'm, what I think is keeping me from living fully to the thing I want to live for. Quote by Thomas Merton. The actual question is, what is your goal in life? And what is slowing you from achieving that goal? Well, let me start with the second part. Nothing is slowing me because I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm where I want to be right now. I'm where I want to be and I'm headed toward nothing is going to stop me. I'm the only thing that can stop me and our thinking, our thoughts, our words, our energy is the only thing that prevents us from having everything that we want. And then a lot of times we don't even know what we want and that's okay. Stop beating yourself up. Stop thinking you got it wrong. Stop, stop thinking it ain't no mistakes. It ain't no mistakes. Wasn't nobody born wrong. Ain't nothing, no mistake. <laughs> you are not wrong. You can't mess up. What if you had all power? What if everything that you did was what was supposed to happen? So I'm going to live that, walk in that. I'm going to teach that. And I'm going to try to premiate that. I'm going to try to throw that on you. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You are exactly, divinely created exactly the way you are, doing exactly what you were supposed to do. And I'm going to love you just like that. And I'm going to treat you just like that. Because if I ever treated you even different, you're a goddamn lie. But if I did, tell me so I could fix it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it ain't how I feel. So if it's in your core, if you can't wake me up in the middle of the night and I'm going to say something crazy because it ain't in me. Clean yourself out. Get yourself right. Colon cleanse yourself spiritually, goddamn it. You know, get that bullshit out and be okay. Because right now, I'm happy. I'm cool. If I die today, I had everything I need. I'm good. I'm going to die. Oh. That motherfucker face made up and everything. I'm going to be in the casket like this. <laughs> Bitch is right. She'll be back in some other fly shit in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your deepest tea? Something that you've never shared on media before. Something that you're willing to share, of course. 
But you know, I push for you to go a little deeper. How many followers y'all got? No. <laughs> um. Well. Oh shit. I'm, 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 <laughs> I hope it's now. Okay, I'm trying to think. Uh, which which is not so bad. Okay. <laughs> so, have you seen the new Superfly? Mm-hmm. You seen the new Superfly? Mm-hmm. My friends, well, a few of my friends and models were in that. Two of my okay, models so you, was in so, it. So, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. So, the relationship that he had, the polyamorous relationship... Mm-hmm. That's my ideal relationship. Mm-hmm. That's the tea that nobody knows. Let's see how many followers we get out this shit. <laughs> 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 you about to have everybody don't judge <laughs> Don't judge me. Fuck your judgment, huh? What you saying? All the men about to be in your inbox. No. That don't mean I want anybody. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying that, you know, everybody gonna hit you up now. Yeah, whatever. But everybody ain't ready for this. It's gonna take a whole lot. You better come with what he had. Shit, if you come to me. <laughs> but I don't wanna choose. I want it all, goddammit. Call it what you want. Call me greedy, goddammit. <laughs> I want it all. I want both. What are you, everything? <laughs> Hetero homosexual, goddammit. <laughs> I'm everything. What is the day? Oh, it's Monday. I'm everything. <laughs> I'm only on Mondays. Tuesday. <laughs> so what are some stumbling blocks that you've had on your past up and how did you overcome? Being concerned about what people thought, how they felt, trying to think that I could control somebody else's happiness. You know, usually when people don't want you to do something, it's because they don't want you to do it so they can be happy. Motherfucker, I'm being happy from now on. I don't do anything I don't want to do. I don't go where I don't want to go. I don't do anything. I am, if it don't feel right, I don't do it. If it don't feel good, if I'm nervous, I'm worried, I'm concerned, that's the spirit. We have everything that Jesus had. We just don't use it. And so when I got freed from people's opinions and start walking in my truth and my truth is my happiness and that's every day you know what i'm saying that's at every moment um someone asked me uh the other day why why don't you make your daughter do something Mm. i said when you are made to do something how you feel about it when you it ain't the i don't i don't want nothing but your best and what's good you know so she uh, is very creative and she does a lot of stuff. And I said, all the stuff I need her to do is creative and I need her to be in a good space. Because when the bitch in a good space, this nigga just, I'd be like, oh, that is my child. You know what I'm saying? Look, bitch, you like your mama. <laughs> you know, but so I wait. And, and so often we end up waiting to the last minute because then at the last minute it kicks in and her attitude changes, but all all I want is good. I want everything to be fucking good. I want everybody to be happy. I want the best out of you. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make you feel good. So what I do is I help try to contribute to that. She be working on stuff with me. Can I go get you something to eat? Can I I pour you a glass of wine? What can I I do to make your experience better? What can I do to make you want to fuck with me? You see what I'm saying? I, and see, that's my job. If I want something out of you, then I need to make you want to do it for me. 
instead of getting mad, hollering, cursing, blaming, all that negative bullshit, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? I know that Henderson likes strawberry cake. Uh, he came in this motherfucker. He's like, it's a strawberry cake. My grandma, I'm like, better <laughs> <laughs> know it. I I seen a dude one time. I, when I first met him, he was uh, cutting hair at the barbershop, and he was eating uh, M&M's, almond M&M's. One day, as uh, things would have it, the nigga was at my house. I, uh, I had a bowl. He said, what's in that bowl? I said, almond M&M's. He was like, you lying. Motherfucker thought I was psychic. No, bitch, I can see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but if you care, if you got to do those little things, you got to, I'm on a mission, man, to be happy and to make everybody around me happy. Mm-hmm. It works. You know that old saying, you get more bees with honey than vinegar? Try that shit, like, for real. You know what I'm saying? Wake up tomorrow and, and really, like, oh, I posted on, um, I have, a like, an acting page. It's Audra Speaks Live. And I posted one day, uh, it was black. I made it on a, on a, a app. It said, whatever the scripture is, it says, judge not that ye be judged. Let that sink in. Now have a good day. Like for real, motherfuckers. Like try today not to judge nobody. The person that cut you off, that motherfucker, maybe they was dying. Maybe they was sick. You know what I'm saying? Like stop judging. Like quit fucking tripping and you will have a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. So what is something that you would like to be left in the legacy time capsule the legacy of your work ever since I was a little girl I wanted a building with my name on it I want people to remember me as a motherfucker that came and made a difference that changed the fabric of this country that changed the way people thought felt and loved you know what I'm saying? So I got to be an example of that. I have to be, you know, when people see me that, oh, you look like a pastor's wife. And I, and then my, my um, first husband was a minister. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I want to look like all of that. But to be like she was the most non-judgmental, the most loving, the most giving of energy of she being in her presence changed me. I remember when I first met the, one, my first president, you know, when you were in the when when, when I met. And when I met Barack, I have pictures with him, you know, if you've seen it, if um, I felt like he wasn't arrogant enough, you know, I'm like, nigga, you're the president. But when you are in the presence, but it's their energy, baby, I don't care how you feel about Bush, but that's that little motherfucker. He commanded a respect and an energy. Clinton suave as a motherfucker, but baby, he didn't play. You, I mean, he seemed all cool and shit and likable on TV. He cool, but he, make no doubt about it. That motherfucker walked in all of his presidential essence uh, privilege, and he walked in it, and he executed it. And if you do that every day, whatever excellence, whatever privilege you think you have, you walk in that shit, and you do not be denied. And I want to teach people that, and I want to show people that. And me not being denied doesn't mean me hurting you, putting anybody else down. It's just me being me and all my glory and all of my goddessness. It's me being strong. And my energy will change the world. And that's what I want to do. I want to get up some more days now that I have this focus, now that I know who I am, now that I know what my fucking purpose is. You know what I'm saying? Finally, it took a minute. And I want to walk in there and I want to be remembered for that. And I want to empower others through my strength to walk in theirs.
I'm gonna do it my oh, way. You know what I'm saying? This was just so good talking to you. Like thank you, too. Like um, this interview really. It, I, I know it's gonna really touch the viewers, but like I. I know you, but this really helped me know you. And I don't know if you know how you just, I feel like you spoke to me and you inspired me. You're a blessing. Um, Don't be trying to make me cry, girl. I'm trying to make this makeup last till tomorrow. I got to do a little uh, video. (laughs) If you make me cry, I'm going to have to wash it off. Um, So, whoo, girl. Um, so tell everybody where you where they can find you. The show me page, Ardra Sinet, unapologetically Ardra, super sassy Sinet can be found at Cooking Couture Atlanta. Cooking C O O K I N G Couture C O U T U R E Atlanta, baby. On Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, but most importantly, YouTube. A bitch needs some subscribers. Let's get on YouTube. Let's subscribe, like, and share, honey. Subscribe, like, and share. That's what's going to be my single that I drop. Subscribe, like, and share. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you, though. If, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. You the ones that told them, you know what I'm saying? We look for our blessings to come from the sky, but they come from people. We, we're in the presence of gods and goddesses every day, and we looking up when we should be looking straight ahead. And when we learn to respect each other as such, it's certain things that we won't do or say in, you know, in, to each other and in each other's presence. I never want to take away anything from another living being, and I refuse to let them take anything from me. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, a Corona hug. <laughs> oh, 